Welcome to the Increased Revenue Podcast with your host, PG the Commissioner. It's sort of, I go back and forth, but I like to mix my, my meat and my beans. And Tom TQ Quinn. Oh, you went to jail for like 10 years and lost all your like life savings and ruined your family for like your friends making five grand. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, Tom. Paul, how are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm great. Um, actually, I told you all the bad things about my life before we got on the podcast, so I got on here so I could make it seem like I'm a happy person, but uh, exactly. I am well. Thank you, Paul, for asking. This podcast is nothing but an Instagram filter on our lives because everything's yeah, great all the time, and we're just, we're so relaxed. We just spent an hour talking about our fantasy football league. That's how, that's how privileged we we really are exactly (laughs) um all right well a big week seven uh coming up here Uh, i mean huge huge week seven right so what do we the the regular season ends in week 11 so i'm trying to do the math here tom that would mean we've got five more games four more four more weeks after this correct um so not a lot of chance to get a lot of wins but i mean if you're sitting you know just if you're anyone sitting at two and four right now um you could reel off five wins in a row and find yourself in a pretty good playoff spot i you you joke about that but like i in my stupid stupid mind thought like was like thinking that and then my season was ruined last night because um because this podcast is only about me and i only want to ever yes obviously um the Thursday night, I didn't set my line. I didn't do waiver because I had a lot of personal stuff as I was telling you about my, I was a little out of it this week because I had a lot going on with work, but I um, didn't do waivers, I think for the second week in a row, but that's fine. Waivers at this point in the season is tough, but you really use waivers to fill gaps. And yep. I don't know what I, what, what I was thinking. I have three quarterbacks on my roster, two of which are on by this week. Like a Oh no. Kid. Yeah. So I did have a fourth quarterback on my roster for a long time, this West Virginia Garrett Green guy. Yep. And he, I mean, I never even put him in. He was hurt for most of the season. He put up 40 points last night, but I cut him, I think, last week or earlier this week. Yeah. So, and then I wouldn't have even gotten him in. That would have, might have been worse if he was still on my roster and I didn't put him in. But, um, and that, and then plus the running back, I mean, he put up 16, which for me is good. So, Anyway, now I just had to scour the waiver wire this morning for a quarterback, and it is bad, bad, bad. I've had to pick up Spencer Rattler, so that. <laughs> so anyway, morning. Anytime, before. anytime you're uh, dealing with Drew's sloppy seconds, you're yeah. <laughs> so, so this was the this morning was the moment when it was like shit that like rattling off five wins in a row is not happening. So here we are, season's done. I officially realized it on Friday the thirteenth. Oh well. All right. Well, let's take a quick look at the standings, and maybe this will give you a little bit of um, of confidence in where we're going. And I maybe do you want to before we hit that? Do you want to introduce your uh, your new idea uh, with our um, with the the polling that yes. we're planning oh, yeah. on doing the rest of the way? Go for it. Let's let's get it out there. We'll put a yeah. link in the description so people can get at it. And we'll send yep. it around in the text chain. Yeah. Before we hit that. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I'd actually planned to send it out this week, but again, because I think this only is only about me, I was wrapped up in some stuff. Um, yeah. Let's get, a, let's get a poll going. It's fucking college football, right? The polls exist, right? They, we, we, they don't rely completely on the computers, BCS, that whole thing. So we could easily do um, a polling 
uh, where we send out the link and pe the people vote in terms of the ranking, right? I want to, I want, it's not just about what Fantrax tells us in terms of where people sit in the standings, right? There's a human element here as well. Um, wins and losses aren't the only thing that was the loudest chime ever for a meeting. I guess I might have coming up. <laughs> Sorry, gonna have to miss that work meeting because I'm doing a podcast. Um, yeah, so uh, we could send it out. Uh, I think it's still on my phone. I'd set it up a trial run the other day, right, Paul? And that was probably yep. Monday or Tuesday. So I wanted to send it out this week so we could have unveiled the first ranking this week. But I think now, obviously, we'll just have to do it afterwards. But um, it, it, you know, it requires everyone to provide their feedback and their voice. So I hope everyone votes in the poll. Uh, every vote counts. Um, and, and we'll be sure to send that out uh, along with the link to the podcast. Yep. Yeah, I, I think it's a great idea, right? Because, I mean, you take a look at the standings, right? You, I mean, Kenny sitting at fourth, but if we're doing a poll, like where does Kenny actually fall, right? Maybe sixth, maybe seventh. You've made the point a lot, right? The, the sort of five, six, seven teams, um, you would maybe take over the two, three, four teams in, in you know, some weeks. So I think the poll would be, be great, be a fun way to sort of do, uh, maybe get a better reflection of how good all these teams are. Um, but yeah, to your point, right. Important. Everyone fills it out. We get everyone's input. Uh, I think I told you earlier, right. My concern would be Neil would probably hand off this responsibility to his receptionist, like a, <laughs> like a football coach who lets his assistant, uh, SID fill out their, their polls. Um, and then, you know, somehow you get Northwestern in the top 25, but, uh, but yeah, I think a great idea. I think it'd be a lot of fun, even no matter how many votes we get, even if we only get, you know, two, two guys voting, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll unveil the polls, uh, next, um, what do you think next 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 Friday before the preview? We'll we'll sort of get it out there. I guess. Yeah, I think so. exactly. I think it it'll be um, right. We missed this week, so we'll have to do it after you know Sunday or something. Monday, yep. I'll send it out. Right? Or I got yeah, yeah, it's all right. Why would I send it out with the podcast? We'll send it out afterwards because then people will forget about it if I send it now, right? So I'll yep. send it Sunday or Monday after this week. Uh, the dust settles, and then I think yeah, we talk about it on the pod, right? Yeah, exactly. Because we need we need content. Um, yeah. We can only talk about how bad your week was for, for so long before. Uh, Paul, you know me. I could talk about how bad my week was for a very long time. Um, uh, but yeah, and I think, I actually think the polls will be great for uh, if we had it from the beginning of the season, preseason poll. To yeah. See how people really think about rosters and, you know, draft and then see how that plays out over the course of the year. So Totally. Yep. Yep, I agree. 100% agree. All right, so taking a quick look at the standings uh, before we dive into to the, the matchups this week. We've got myself at 5-1, and one, still atop the league. Uh, Party G coming in at uh, second place at 4-2, and two, also tied with Mark and Kenny at 4-2. and two. Uh, We've got Andy, uh, Drew, and Kevin all at 3-3 three and three at 5, 6, and 7. Um, and then we have yourself and Jared at eight and nine at two and four. And then uh, Neil still winless um, at zero and six down at the down at the bottom. So, you know, like, not, like not for long, not, <laughs> this, could, this could be the week. Um, so like we said, a lot, a lot of a uh, lot bunched up in the um, in the middle there. Um you know, sort of no one's really out of it other than other than Neil probably at this point, right? Sort of I think everyone maybe has a, has a shot to, to make a late run. Um, so these games this week are, are uber important. Um, any big big ticket takeaways, Tom, before we start diving into this week's action? Yeah, no, I think it's, uh, we touched on it on the recap last week, how just it's very crowded there in the middle. And we know that there's tiebreakers are going to make, make, uh, determine who makes it into the playoffs, right? You know, because it's just, it, 
I doubt it would, it's going to play out over these final five weeks that uh, a couple teams separate themselves and, and sit like comfortably in those top four spots. Yeah. I think uh, it's going to be very tight um, so that at least, at least one, maybe multiple playoff spots are determined by tiebreakers. So we might want to check the settings in the league to make sure <laughs> those tiebreakers are uh, in advance. Uh, not that anybody could really control them at this point, but uh, <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, Neil, uh, I think Neil's out. I, I mean, I, like I said, I think I, I th- it's, it's, very low probability that me or Jared will make the playoffs at this stage. So it's really, um, you know, a seven team race uh, for four spots, I think. Yep. Yeah. I think that's probably right. Right. I think, you know, the one thing you've got going for you maybe more than Jared does is you do have quite a bit of points. And I think the way the tiebreakers have gone in years past, right. Is if, if there's not a head to head uh, sort of tie, right. Like two teams who played, played each other head to head and one team won the game. You know, if we have a three-team tie, um, we'll rely on we'll rely on points. Um, I think is how it all works. I don't know. It's kind of complicated with the un with the unbalanced schedule. But right, you are at you know quite I think what third, fourth in, in league points. So if you got into a playoff spot, you could find yourself sort of sneaking in. Um, but it's gonna re- gonna require a win this week for sure. Yeah, and that's where Friday the thirteenth, the day of my season. <laughs> Friday the thirteenth in October. That's extra, extra, yeah. extra, extra spooky. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's, that's, uh, let's start breaking down some games. How does that sound? It sounds perfect. Do you have fan tracks up? Yeah, I do. Do you? Uh, yeah. Do you have the video of the Phillies celebrating the locker room? Just Bryce Harper, uh, shirtless, just like playing on, on loop on, on yours. Or is that just mine? Or is that just, that's, for- I think that's just yours. It's whatever algorithm. Yeah, you, yeah, you exactly. yeah. Mine is uh, actually an American express ad for a high yield savings account. Um, oh, wow. Somebody looking. Yeah. Not, not to rub it in, but you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, it's funny. My Hulu is is uh, it, it, it's just so good. My ads on Hulu now. Oh are, yeah. Um, like get help for alcoholism. <laughs> I swear to God. And hymns. Oh, uh, hymns. My rest. Hulu is loaded yeah. with hymns. Hymns yeah. is just all. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, I'm at the point now where like I like. Yeah. All right. I'll give it a try. Exactly. Right? exactly. <laughs> I'm like. Like, okay, so tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I could have any one of those issues. Sure. Yeah. 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 The, the, the uh, alcohol treatment one is like just so depressing. It's like, <laughs> it's like a throwback to like a commercial from 30 years ago where it's just like someone talking into the camera and like a yeah. blurred background and like a couple of shots of people like that look really sad and depressed. So I'm just like, <laughs> like, and they're like, Tom, Tom, exactly. Tom. Exactly. This message is brought to you by your family. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> Kate paid Disney to run. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so that's, oh, that's like eighty percent of my Hulu ads. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good. All right, first matchup of the week. Uh, Andy Krause first. Oh, oh, really? Party G. You want to go there? I guess that the the only reason I'm saying that one is because it's on the bottom and they've already scored. But that might be, uh, it might be one of the spotlight games of the week. So yeah, that's um, what I'm thinking. I think that. I mean that there's three really solid games here. Uh, yeah. You know, All right, you know what? Then good point. Let's screw it. Let's move on to you and Neil. Yeah, exactly. Not... <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the clear dud. I mean, this Neil has his uh, and, and I shouldn't excuse sounds bad, but he has a reason for why his team is bad, right? He wasn't yeah. able to draft. He ended up with like eight defenses or kickers or something, right? It's yeah. uh, he didn't obviously he didn't have electricity. Um, I was in the draft. I actually a couple years past, I've been slow with the prep for the draft. 
this year I was watching Chasing the Nanny podcast for a couple of weeks leading up, which maybe is my problem. Um, yeah. And man, I just, it is not coming together for me this year. And then I feel like last week was, you know, me and Jared really did not put on a good show. And I think it's just going to get worse this week. So, um, but Paul, what are your thoughts on the game? Let's hear you. Yeah. I mean, I, this one's tricky, right? Cause I think Neil was, Neil was sort of trending uh, upwards uh, over the last couple of weeks and then sort of fell back down to back down to earth um, last week. Right. I think he only, or actually no, Neil had a good week last week. Um, I mean, in a, in a loss, but exactly. He really, I mean, he was climbing and it was just week, um, we're in week seven. It was week five. I think he really stepped back, but then he came yeah. back up. Yeah. Last yeah. Week. He yeah, yeah. Lost, yeah. But I think yep. it was mid to two, two Oh fives. Right. Yeah. I mean, he, he outscored what you put up by, oh, uh, yeah. by 30 points. Yeah. Um, right. He outscored what Jared put up by uh, over 80 points. So, yeah. ugh, right. Like I could see this being uh, a win for, for Neil. I, I can't recall how, how much, uh, how much the buys affected you last week? But I mean, as you as you said off the off the jump, right? When you're scrambling to pick up, uh, you know, Drew's uh, three time ex quarterback Spencer Rattler yeah. off waivers on th- uh, Thursday morning, uh, that's not right. Like I don't know. That's sort of that, uh, flip that, a that coin if you're going to get anything from him or not. That yeah. is a low point, right? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Yep. Um, so I, I mean, I like Neil, like JJ McCarthy. He's putting up a ton of points. They're playing a terrible Indiana defense um, on on Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon. Tennessee's playing a terrible Texas A&M defense on Saturday. Um, you know, Colorado's playing a terrible Stanford defense yeah. as well, right? Uh, Brock Bowers is playing a terrible Vanderbilt. I mean, there's just like these matchups that his players have right now. Um, I mean, like you, you go down this defensive ranking for these teams, 100th, 93rd, 91st, 104th, 117th. 124, right? It's just like these are favorable matchups for his players. Um, so they could have some some big weeks. I think he's you know got to maybe do a little bit of work here in his last flex spot. But um, but Neil's got some Neil's got some good matchups. I think his defense can put up a ton of points. For some reason, he's still rostering two defenses, which is which is just great. But um, but I I, I, I sort of if Neil's gonna get one, uh, sorry, this might be the week, right? Um, I apologize. That is that is the smart play. I mean, uh, like I I I joke about how shitty my team is a lot and like play it down, but like team is like okay. I mean, that we're playing our our record is worse than the team is, but yeah. this right now this week it's it's a bad spot. Um, exactly. I mean, if nothing else, like you said, the um scrambling for a quarterback and having to pick up Spencer Rattler on a Friday morning after Drew's like that, that alone is just like, you're screwed. But then for, I agree. I I saw the, I think this Michigan team, I think everyone's talking about how like they're, they're, they're really good. I think is a few things I've seen about college football, right? Yeah. They're like clearly one of the top teams, but they haven't like blown the doors off anyone. I think that happened this week. It was kind of like a Georgia moment last week where everyone's like, Oh, Georgia's good, but like, really, who have they? Like, they haven't really kicked it into high gear, and they're like, "Fuck you, we could do that," and we're just gonna stomp the shit out of uh, Kentucky. I think um, they Michigan does that to Indiana this week, so I think that's just gonna benefit um, his you know players here. And then, exactly. and not, not to to jump in and overcorrect you, Tom, but they uh, beat Nebraska forty-five to seven two weeks ago, and uh, and beat. Minnesota last week in 52 to 10. So um, (laughs) I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't want any hate mail from Neil when um, we've, you know, hashtag disrespected 
uh, Coach Harbaugh. And, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, Neil sends me hate mail a lot of every week for, for <laughs> various reasons. Um, okay, I didn't know that. So I'll have to go back to the sor- my sources to say why, why they gave me bad info. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I still think Michigan uh, stomps Indiana. And I think for all the reasons you talked about that, um, good. I, I think it's just like not, even when you look at like all the players between me and Neil uh, here that like, it is an ugly matchup, right? And it yeah. just, it's, there's nothing to be excited about between all these players. So um, nope. I, no matter what happens, I think it's going to be an ugly week for us. And like similar to what I mean, Jared had last week, but I think he ends up on top. I'm with you. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Neil. Uh, I'm gonna go Neil here. I think the big game, right, will be the 7:30 Notre Dame USC game. You're playing uh, Caleb Williams, obviously, and then two SC receivers. Notre Dame defense has been pretty good. Um, you know, in the last handful of games, uh, they've been good against the pass. Um, so, right, if they if they can sort of contain Caleb Williams a little bit and keep him under that 41 points a game, um, and lock up those receivers, I think you might be you might be toast. Um, so that's that's the one to keep an eye on for for you and Neil's matchup. I think. Yeah, I think I might already be toast by the time that game comes along. And <laughs> that's one where it's like, oh, maybe these three yeah, players maybe. put up like 130 points <laughs> combined. Yeah. Then it's like the first quarter, Notre Dame's winning six nothing. It's like, okay, this is over. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, next one. Uh, you want to do Jared and Drew, I guess, in, in order of importance. I think that one might fall. I agree. Fall next in in line. Um, I think you know combined record between the two of them is what seven and seven or something like that, or five and seven. Um, so you know, not a ton on the line. Uh, Drew's probably the hottest team in the league right now. Won three straight after starting the year three and zero. Oh. Uh, he finds himself in third in total points, only four points behind behind Andy, who's actually uh, second in total points, which uh, is a rare rarity. Um, you know, Drew's played really well lately. Uh, Jared, I think we talked him up a lot earlier in the year, right? I don't know if you recall, but he started the year zero and three with losses to at the, where at the time were the top the top three teams. Um, since then, he's been two and one. Um, so he's gotten a couple wins, lost last week, did not put up very many points at all, right? A 122 sort of victim to the victim to the bye week, I think mm-hmm. last week uh, for sure. Um, so I don't know. I, I kind of see this as, as Jared, you know, in some ways sort of treading water, trying to dig himself out of a, a hole from earlier in the season that he might not have the, the firepower necessary to, to sort of get out of. Whereas Drew, right, his, has ripped off those three straight, has gotten out of the hole, um, does find himself pretty firmly in playoff contention so i think jared's got to have it this week i just don't know if he's got the the the, the players to do it um i don't know what are your thoughts uh, sort of big picture on on this matchup yeah and i think uh like these are two teams that are probably better than their records indicate definitely in drew's case jared it seemed that way earlier he's had a couple of tough weeks here but um you know i think it's it's when it jumps off the like the page to you like you were saying what combined record of what uh five and uh, seven so it does, doesn't sound good but this is one where um like i said earlier i think me and jared are realistically like one percent of chance of making the playoffs drew's right there you know at three and three so this is an absolute absolute must have for drew um i think drew has the quarterback edge anytime he has Jaden daniels who we, i think we talked about last week is the number two player if not definitely the number two quarterback just behind caleb williams he has a little red, red flag but I think it said he'll pr- probably will play next time. So, um, and then Drake may, I don't know if he's been putting up numbers. I think he like from a fantasy standpoint might be like disappointing a little bit this year, just because he was basically probably Drew's first round pick. But yeah. um, 
don't know. I could see, I don't know, like I, th those two versus uh, Carson Beck is a uh, place for a great team. I don't think he's a very good quarterback, but at Bandy could be favorable. Um, anyway, go working down the list here. Running backs, I think. Um, ugh, I don't even know who Logan Diggs and Irving are for Oregon. Damian Martinez. Wow, we have three Oregon State players in this game, <laughs> two of which are receivers. Don't see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I I think it's I don't know. Well, and and Oregon State playing against that UCLA defense, who yeah. uh, basically cost me a win last week, right? Shut down Washington State. Yeah, uh, they may be able to do the same thing to, to Oregon State. Yeah, I mean, I think that here it's just the quarterbacks, right? Like, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a good chance, you know, Jared could at most get fifty points from these two guys, and there's a chance you could get like eight points from these guys, right? And I think. Um, Jaden Daniels and Drake May in the games they're playing and they're both capable of probably outscoring those two quarterbacks on, on their own. Yeah. Um, and, and then Jared has the curse of Travion Henderson, which um, is a former uh, uh, sort of, uh, you know, I guess, and quote owner of him. Is that, I don't think that's the proper term, but you know, who had him on. Exactly. Had, Just to be clear for those on. people that are those fans out there that don't, because we don't have video yet. That's the next year. That's an upgrade. Me and Paul are white men, so Paul, continue with that comment again. Yeah, as a former uh, member of my prior team, mm -hmm. uh, Travion Henderson uh, just an absolute dud, right? All he does is take up a roster spot and is hurt and doesn't do much. I thought um, he was good, and I was talking him up, I think, last week for mine and Jared, and you were quick to correct me like you did just five minutes ago. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not a facts guy. I, I don't, I, you know, if a lot of people out there are saying, Tom, you said this, uh, you know, LSU isn't in the Pac-12. You know, Tom, <laughs> you said this, that Dallas Cowboys won the NCAA tournament last year. You know, I, I, I can't be, you know, fact checking every little thing I get. Anyway, um, I thought Travion Henderson was like a really good running back and you corrected me and it turns out he is actually not that no, I think yeah. that Ohio State offense is just the, you know, anyway. Yeah. So it's, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. Like you think, I think you think of Ohio State and we're still thinking of like Ezekiel Elliott from 10 yeah. years ago, right? And they haven't been that in, in quite a bit. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I'm going to go, I'm going with Drew. I think Drew actually probably gets this one fairly, fairly handily and, and probably puts, uh, you know, what, we'll look back on is the, is sort of the nail in, in Jared's uh, coffin this season. Don't worry, Jared. You'll, you'll be with me. <laughs> yeah, there's always that consolation bracket, right? Yeah. That's the, that's that's the pay for still. Yeah. Uh, Paul, um, you see your phone. I sent you a, a picture of what is actually on my fan tracks, just nonstops. Oh, there he is. This. There he is. Anyway. Yeah. He, that guy's not on steroids. That's what I, when you don't get the vaccine, that's what your physique would look like. So. Um, yeah. Shout out! Shout out to the Phillies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Next. That game, Phillies uh, team is exciting. I I don't have an opinion about the Phillies because uh, I'm an American League guy, I think, as you are. But uh, uh, so like the National League is kind of a foreign concept to me. But um, Philly, I mean, I don't again, don't care about this, this Phillies team. I don't care about their dirty, dirty, dirty fans. But um, it's, it's an exciting team, man, to watch. Like they just have guys that just like hit dingers. And that stadium is always rocking. Every single person in that stadium is wearing Phillies gear. Every yeah. single one. It's amazing. So um I, don't know, I think that's what they, that's the only clothes that they, <laughs> I think that's what they get married in, what they get buried in. It's yeah. either, a, you know, or their Eggles jersey. I think uh, it's, the, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the only two options. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, 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 as a, you know, fan that doesn't have a horse in the race, uh, I enjoy having them in it. Um, I mean, now they play what the Diamondbacks in the NLCS. Yeah. I don't, yeah. It's like these just like terrible yeah. franchises. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, yeah. Um, I think the only hope I, this, I mean, are the Astros like the most boring um, 
dynasty. I mean, because yeah. they've only won like two World Series, I think, over their stretch, but they've been to the ALCS like eight sets. I forgot what it's seven, seven, seven years. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like everyone, like, who the fuck likes the Astros, right? Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. No, no. Like people in Houston don't even like the Astros, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was our baseball segment. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Those are a bunch of games I won't watch. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'll like, it's like my hockey thing. It's like, oh, maybe I'll watch the playoffs this year. And then after like 10, five minutes, like, eh, no, I don't think I, don't yeah. think I will. <laughs> yeah. I, I won't watch the, unless the Rangers, I feel like the Rangers Phillies would world series would be pretty exciting because they'll just be like home run derby. Uh, yeah. So that's what I'm hoping for. All right, fingers crossed. Um, all right, next thing. I guess let's do uh we'll do Andy and um Andy Art. and Pat now, right? I think that that's probably where this one falls into the matchup. So um so Pat at four and two, second place in the standings, Andy at three and three, uh fifth place in the standings. Andy actually is like I mentioned a minute ago, uh second in overall points. Pat is one, two, three, four, five, fifth in overall points, um, only thirty three points separate these two uh pat's lost two straight right um he started the year four and oh uh, he lost to me two weeks ago and then uh last week he lost to to mark um only put up 173 points so he got, he's um, got bit by the podcast bug yeah i think so I, I don't know if you've seen this this week tom but uh pat's sort of if it was like a line chart it's it's going it's going down right his, his total points is just going yeah. down a little bit um and so and with the points for and points against yeah i had that too andy with the second most and he's just been solid all year and we've been talking him up since we started this uh podcast yep. And he's he's I, I was always bitching about my points against because I was always out to the early lead there. He has given yeah. up the most points. Yeah. He's still yeah. Three and three, you know, like he's yeah. that's a second for points for for the most points against like whew, that's uh, he's 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 coming around the turn right here. And I think he's yeah. worth to watch out for. Right, like Andy's, yeah. Andy's has fourteen hundred points. By contrast, Kenny's at the bottom with eleven sixty eight. So what's that? Two hundred and thirty two points between the two. Right, that's like a whole extra week of football. Yeah. Some weeks that's two weeks of yeah. of football. Um. So yeah, Andy's been through been through the ringer. Right, you would think that would sort of start to even itself out. Um. That you know Andy's not going to sort of continue to lead the league like that in points against. And so um. So I think he's I think he's primed for a run here. Um, I what do you think about this week's matchups and the players he's got going? Um, who do you think's got the advantage uh, in, in in that regard? Yeah, I think uh, 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 Penix is like the best quarterback out there, but that Oregon defense is tough. I mean, that's going to be a fun. I don't know if that, that could be like a fun game or it could be a game that's like thirteen ten. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think Hartman and Will Howard, neither of which are very exciting. Um, the USC defense does is horrible. So if like there's ever a time for Sam Hartman to kind of put up some numbers, this would be it. Um, and then uh, Shadar Sanders, Stanford is atrocious. So um, I don't know. I I, I kind of give the uh, Andy the edge here for the quarterbacks. Um, I, you know, but it's hard to say with Penix on one side because he's so good. But I feel think of all if there's any week to be like a little bit down on Penix at, yep. uh, against Oregon. So I, I give Andy the sl- slight edge there. Um, and running backs, I think that Syracuse guy is actually really good, but at Florida State, that has to be a tough matchup. Um, but I think it's favorable. I'm just right next to him for Florida State's running back on Andy's <laughs> side, you know? Yeah. And then same thing with Devin Neal. Uh, I think he's just a really good running back, and I don't think Oklahoma State is very good. Um, and then the PSU running back, I think the other guy that Singleton splits carries with whatever Allen is on my team. I think he's banged up. So 
Um, and against a UMass team. So that's like, I just feel like they're just going to pound the ball. Oh, by the way, did you see um, uh, James Franklin press conference this week where someone, oh, yeah. a reporter asked him a question. So they have that um, young quarterback, Drew Allar. Yeah. Yep. So, Drew Allard. Yeah. Allard. Is that, yeah. So he like, I guess is just not throwing the ball downfield. Um, so he's like doing well, he's not turning the ball over, but he's, they're just like not taking any shots down the field. So a reporter, like just basically, uh, right. Like co- people that college co- cover college football. And I assume the collective experience of these guys is like maybe one year of flag football when they're in fourth grade. Right. right? <laughs> so he's like, they asked the question to James Franklin. He's like, Hey, uh, have you ever thought about like, maybe just having Drew just like air the ball out no matter what, like, just like go into a play and you just tell him he's just going to throw the ball up. And James Franklin is literally, is like, I don't understand your question. It makes my skin crawl that that would ever happen as a football coach. He's like, he's like, never done that. He's like, that's the dumbest question. It just, I'm not a big PSU guy, but I thought it was a excellent, excellent uh, clip and response from James Franklin. Anyway, uh, they're not ones to throw the ball up. So Nick Singleton, I think will pound the ball, pound the rock against the UMass. So on the running back front, I give the edge to Andy as well. Uh, and then receivers, I don't really know a ton about any of these guys. I mean, party does have Troy Franklin and James McMillan who are definitely the two best receivers out of this whole group. Yep. Um, but they're playing each other again. I don't, I don't know how that matchup is going to play out. So I think that might hurt. So I think for party, it's really, if, if Washington's, if it turns into a shootout somehow, uh, which I think will be tough. I don't see that happening with Oregon's defense. Um, then I would say party, but I just saying that that's not going to be likely. I'm going to go with Andy here. Going with Andy. Yeah. I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go with Andy as well. Um, I think, you know, the big game to watch in this one is what exactly what we mentioned a handful of times, right? Is this Washington Oregon game. Uh, the over under on it is only 67, right? Um, so what's that come to like a 34, 33 game, um, which, you know, is a lot, but, um, but is it maybe, yeah, for those quarterbacks might not be, might not be enough for Pat's receiver might not be enough. Um, I think we saw Penix, right? Probably the last time he played, um, because I think he was off last week, if I'm remembering this correctly. Yeah, but he, right when when Pat played me, um, you know they they won a, won the game late, but um, I don't think he scored a touchdown. Actually, right. yeah, right? he threw for like 390 yards, but no touchdowns. So he ended right. up with like 15 fantasy points. Yeah, right? which you gotta love. You gotta love the scoring in this league. Yeah. But um, but right, so like you know, if he had just missed four uh, field goals, he would have scored more points. But <laughs> so. So, uh, yeah, right. Like, uh, you know, in some ways sort of a little bit of a bounce back game or at least trying to get in the end zone. I mean, that Oregon defense, I don't think the Colorado offense is, is bad. And, uh, cause I mean, they put up a ton of points against, you know, bad defenses, um, and they just got destroyed by Oregon. Right. So, um, so yeah, I'm really interested in, in this matchup. I'm hoping it rains all day Saturday so I can stay home and watch it. Um, and I think this will be the big, the big game that flips it between these two. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Andy as well. I think Sam Hartman's going to have a big game. I think Shooter Sanders is going to have a big game. I like Andy's running backs. Um, so give me Andy as he continues uh, his ascent up the, up the standings. And, you know, I mean, he may be getting some, some first place votes uh, in our first poll. If he, yeah. if he pulls off a pretty big win here. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Paul, as we get to our next two matchups, um, yeah. Like if you falter, then it's just really just going to be a, who, who really, and this is, a, I'm, I'm again, not a facts guy. But it seems like this year, unlike years past, there's just like not a Kevin. Yeah. Quite honest, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like it's just yeah. it's yeah. one of those where it's going to be a dogfight to get into the playoffs. 
but then once you get in there, it's really going to be anybody. Like where some the years past, it's like, all right, Kevin, maybe someone, someone else is like one, two, clearly the two best teams. Like odds are the fourth place team, third place team isn't going to win two games in a row. Right. right. And um, whereas this year, I don't know, it's middle of the pack is tight. Um, I, I don't think I, I realistically don't see you separating yourself from the pack here at the end of the season. So I think, so I think it's going to be uh topsy turvy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Think- this one reminds me a little bit of the uh, of the 2018 season, if you if you recall, Tom. Um, that I do. Year, but why don't you talk about it? I'll, I'll- sure, I'll talk about it. Yeah, that that year, uh, I finished atop the standings. I mean, and mostly right, like 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 yourself, mostly just concerned about about myself. Um, yep. I finished I finished that year atop the standings at eight two and one. Um, I think I outscored everyone by like 250 points on the on the season. Uh, Drew and Mark were both eight and three. And then like, so I think Andy snuck in at like six and five. Right. So like there were sort of like, you know, one tier in one way. And then, um, and then like another a bunch of group uh, bunched up like two games behind, but then we got to the playoffs and, you know, like my team put up 200 points. Right. And I lost yeah. to Andy and then, um, and Andy somehow made it in the semifinals and similarly like Drew's team took a dump. Right. It's just like, once you, like it, there wasn't a team that was consistent enough throughout the season. Right. You were sort of relying on a handful of big weeks sprinkled throughout to really raise up those point totals and, and wins. But, um, but you weren't consistently like some of those Kevin's teams, like getting 280 yeah. points, yeah. like for six weeks in a row. Right. Where you're just rolling the ball out there and, and, and winning. So, yeah. So I, I think you're, I think you're right. Right. Like um, a couple of losses this week and this really gets, gets interesting down the stretch. Yeah, definitely. And, and that is how fantasy, like it's the fantasy football is so dumb, right? Like, <laughs> like it really is when you think about it. And it's like, there's, it, it is random, but exactly your point. Somehow Kevin figured out how to be like, make it consist, make a, like take a, the randomness out of it over those last couple of years um, and just hammer it home. But because to your point, you could still be whoever the top seed is going in, you could just put up a 200 burger there in the right. playoffs. And you're yep. Just, your season's over and you have who nobody remembers the guy that finished in first and lost in the semis right nope no they do not they most certainly do not all right uh next game I guess on this matchup game. though sorry yeah, i was just gonna say the last thing uh crazy that they both have receivers that put up 12 points and they're in the same round yeah right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they both played on this. thursday night uh yeah. in in sort of even and they're both out, houston so. receivers i didn't yeah my first mile yeah Yep. So um, they're sort of, uh, you know, starting at zero again, even though they've already played played one yep. game. Yep. Did you so, see yeah. the ending for that game? Uh, I did not. No, I think I was on a different one of my various apps trying to watch sports last night. So I didn't, yeah, I you didn't catch it. Um, I didn't see it live, but I saw it after a highlight of it. So West Virginia, who was like surprising, I think they they were undefeated going into last night. Um, <laughs> like still not even top twenty five. It's one of those yeah, yeah. West Virginia teams where people are like, nah, nice try. Um, yeah. They were down, uh, I don't know, less than a touchdown, had fourth and like a long way to go with 20 seconds left in the game, ended up scoring on like a slant pattern to like a tight end, like a 50 yard play for like, you know, to, to go to go up with 15 seconds left. So I was like, holy yep. shit, they just converted a fourth down, turned it into a huge, a touch, huge, long touchdown. They're winning 15 seconds left. Oh my God. Houston came back and won on a Hail Mary. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. no kidding. Oh. And, Man, I know I missed that entirely. I wonder if it was... you're a college football guy, right? Like you run, yeah. a, you run, a, you're a commissioner of a college football league. You're yeah, too... yeah, yeah. No, it's my probably number one favorite sport to watch. Yeah, and hmm. I, yeah, that's on me. 
What are you going to do? Instead, you were watching the WNBA finals last night or something. Uh, no, I was trying to figure out what um, canned cocktail was in front of Taylor Swift at the Chiefs game last night. You through this. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so I, like, I saw the thing and I was like, everything with her is just like capitalistic core whoring. Yeah. So it's like, well, this has to be something. So it was I a Blake Lively's drink. Uh, no, no, it was Travis Kelsey's drink. He's like oh, some investor in some, yeah. you know, shitty can tequila or some nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and she just, had it in front of her. Right. And it's all, like this whole thing. It's just like, it's like I think Instagram I come to life. It, it's, it's, it's uh, and it's just in, I like how they know everyone's onto them. And then even I open up ESPN today and it's just, uh, Taylor Swift and uh, Brittany Mahomes. That's literally the top thing. Yeah, hugging. yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. and to your point, like, I think I said it last week. How it's just like, oh, all of a sudden Travis Kelsey is in every commercial this year. And I was yeah. like, Campbell's Soup and State Farm. And then I forgot he's in the Dish Network TV commercial too, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, it's like every commercial now he's in, and this so happens to happen. And oh my God, what are the odds? So. And- Tom, I'm gonna. I'll be brave. I don't care if I. Uh, they come after us for for this, but I'll I'll say it. She's very average looking. Oh my. Uh, sorry, the connection's breaking. I didn't hear you. We have to go. Bye. Um, yeah. uh, right. Like if she walked in, yeah. you'd be like, oh, all right. I don't know. And yeah. she's not that great of a singer. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. It, it the machine picked her right, yeah. and they yeah. just will do whatever to make that continue and. Yeah he's on board with it so it's that's there's sometimes these people where you're just like like you were just saying the um capitalistic uh h-o-r-e i could spell um and she i mean is like number one right on that uh mount rushmore and it's just it's just they'll they'll be pumping that out until they'll bleed that thing dry until she is dead right yeah Yep, I totally agree. And well, so the my real interest in trying to figure out what she was drinking is you could tell it was like some sort of canned margarita based on the can and um, the game we're about to get to, right? Uh, our, our boy Drew um, obviously sells, you know, he's in the liquor distribution industry. And this past summer, he was uh, hawking uh, can, they're called Margs, like M-A-R-G-S's, um, yeah. they're canned, canned margaritas. And so he was selling these at various liquor stores throughout the you know, the, the Metro Detroit area. So, um, a couple of times I would go into a random liquor store and ask them ah. if they had it to try to, to try to, to yeah. Oh, wow. Raise the profile. For these. Yeah. Um, and I think he was in, I'm pretty sure he was in heavy negotiations with Taylor Swift's people to get her, wow. uh, you know, to be the face of, of can margs. And I just don't think, you know, surprisingly Drew couldn't close, close a deal. Um, and I think even, even Kate Upton wasn't interested in what Drew was, was offering. Um, so I don't know if canned margs took off, but uh, I have many, many cans in my refrigerator if anyone would like to come over and, and have a few. Um, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's surprising. I, I, I thought Drew would have been able to close that one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. I don't think I don't know what he offered her, but it probably wasn't wasn't much. Um, all right. Well, with that, that's uh, let's transfer over. Let's take a look at, at Drew's game this week. Uh, we've got. Wait, um, did we talk about Drew? Oh, we already talked about Drew. Yeah. <laughs> what's my I'm other like, brother's what's my other brother's name yeah uh yeah. uh and uh mark mark so let's talk about mark and kenny yeah, this week mark I, exactly. I was gonna say mark and kenny is um and most weeks would be you know i think the game of the week but i think there's just um some historical implication i don't know to the founding fathers of this league uh, uh yeah. the game of the week but um 
Whereas uh, Mark versus Kenny is very, very exciting. And I think a lot of eyes are going to be on that game. Yeah, I agree. So uh, Mark at four and two, Kenny at four and two, <clears throat> Mark with uh, 1263 in points, Kenny with 1229. Um, huge, huge matchup, right? Uh, Mark's won two straight. Uh, Kenny won last week. Um, I, you know, I think this is just major implications. Both of these guys, because they're in the lower half of total points, and like we said, right, tiebreakers ultimately rely on on total points in a lot of situations. I mean, these guys need wins, right? Like a loss here for Kenny, uh, he goes to four and three. I mean, Kenny's not winning a tiebreaker with with anyone, right? Unless it's a, a head-to-head tiebreaker. Um, so I think um, Kenny's got to have it. Um, I think Mark does too, right? Mark doesn't have yeah. um, doesn't have a top points. Point. Um, yeah, so he's. I mean, he's been playing playing better of late um, sort of, you know, in typical Mark fashion, kind of flying under the radar a little bit, but just continuing to stack, to stack wins. Um, you know, to me, this might be a, a low scoring affair, um, but I think it's got big implications. Uh, how do you, how are you liking the, the lineup matchups this week between these two teams, Tom? Yeah. It's funny. Cause it's, it's on the standing stamp, like perspective, it's, it's a top matchup, but when you, you know, look under the hood, like you said, the ninth most points and the uh, seventh most points. And, uh, you know, from a points against Kenny's given up the least amount and second least amount is Mark. So yep. um, quality of play, maybe not there, but like you said, Mark's team is one of those teams. I think is a sleeping, a little sleepy and now starting to roll around a little bit. Um, I feel like some of the pieces are coming together for him. Um, I think I like Mark this week. I think um, I do. I think, uh, you know, I, I think I've talked about this every week with Kenny's quarterbacks. I think they're great quarterbacks. I think they're just not great fantasy quarterbacks. And that KJ Jefferson at Alabama is just an early game, uh, very tough matchup. Jordan Travis, nice game matchup against Syracuse. Syracuse is, I think, defense is, I, again, I don't have anything to back this up. Um, or I don't know. <laughs> anything about Syracuse, but I don't think they're very good. Um, so even though Mark's quarterbacks on paper, when you first look, are much worse quarterbacks, yeah, uh, I don't know. And I know earlier I said for somebody that uh, Singleton was going to pound the rock against UMass, but um, so I know that would hurt Drew a yeah. large chance of the points, but you never know. And then uh, little Tagavali, uh, I don't Tua's brother. Um, yep. He he puts up points, doesn't he? I I I bet you I wouldn't be surprised if he's like a top fifteen quarterback in points right now. Yeah, year. I mean he hasn't had a game below. Oh, uh, no, never mind. I take that back. He had yeah. seventeen points last week. Um, yeah. So, uh, but you know, fifty one the week before, thirty three the week before that. I mean, those are against so Michigan he, State, Indiana, but and yeah. Illinois. I don't know. Uh, is like Brett Bielema? Is he still the coach there? Is that like? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. That, like he, I feel like his move is always go somewhere. People are very excited, and then it's like a slow, gradual like decline, and it's like, yeah. wait, are we excited about this guy? Um, <laughs> And I feel like that's the case probably with Illinois now. Um, not that he's going to any um, crazy schools to coach, but um, I don't know. I feel like he could put up a lot of points this week. So I don't know, even though like the actual quarterbacks are much worse on Mark's side, I think from a fantasy standpoint, I, I, would, I would say they're even this, these matchups here. Um, but from a running back and receiver, I mean, that Louisville running back for Mark is good. Uh, yep. Jordan, I, I, he, what is he putting up? Of course, my computer decides to freeze. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I know he's put up like a ton of points. So I like him. And then, uh, yeah, those receivers. I mean, anytime you have Marvin Harrison uh, and Cowing, the guy from Arizona, Jimmy Horn, uh, I think he has some nice pieces there from a receiver standpoint. Um, 
and Kenny, uh, you have some good players here. I know that Kansas State running back is coming. I just came back last week, but I think he's splitting time with Kevin's guy, right? Gideon's or Gideon's, whatever. Yep. So, yep. so that's a split backfield. UCLA is a split backfield between Steele and I think I have the other running back. Um, I don't know anything about this um, TCU guy, but um, I don't know. And then the receivers, uh, I'd say the USC guy is probably the best. But again, at that Notre Dame, at Notre Dame, that could be a tough game at night on a Saturday. So I don't know. I, there's not um, a ton. I, I feel like poor Kenny, man. I feel like this we've just been down on him since the podcast started. But um, I don't know. I just there's not a ton I'm excited about from his. I, you know what I've also noticed? I keep on saying skill players for running backs and receivers. I think quarterbacks technically are skill players too. But let's just ignore that. <laughs> uh, I'd say from a running back and receiver standpoint, I think Mark has the edge here. Um, so even though the quarterbacks would appear to give Kenny the, the um, edge, I, I just think that uh, it's going to be closer up at the quarterback uh, position than we think. And I think the, the running back and receivers tilted in Mark's favor. Yeah, I, I'm i torn on this one. I wanted to take Kenny, right? I thought KJ Jefferson, Jordan Travers just gave him such a quarterback advantage. Um, Florida State playing Syracuse at noon, right? Like eh, yeah. a little sleepy. Right, Arkansas going at Alabama at noon, like, eh, right. Um, eh, I'm torn here. I think it all. I mean, I think we'll know by three o'clock on Saturday yeah. who's going to win this game, right? Um, yeah. Just with the way that those those two games go, KJ Jefferson just not putting up the points uh, that he was last year. I don't think he's running the ball nearly as much. Um, I think you know, sort of been a disappointment, right? Only averaging 21 points a game, um, as you can vouch, right? You can get that stuff, kind of some production off the off the waiver wire some weeks. Not from Spencer Rattler, but <laughs> uh, his Washington State receiver Josh Kelly's got a red flag, right? A little banged up. Um, Washington State, like we mentioned, right, had a tough time last week, but they're playing Arizona, uh, who gave a bunch of points to 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 USC uh, last week as well. I'm going to go on a limb, Tom. I'm going to say Kenny here. I don't feel great about it. Um, But I think, you know, he had a big week last week. He scored 233 points. Um, I think Kenny uh, maybe continues to build on that. I'm going to, I'm going to go against my better judgment. I think Jordan Travis probably puts up a ton of points. KJ Jefferson. We'll see what he does against that Alabama defense, but give me Kenny uh, this week. And you know what I just realized too, Tom, is I did all this hard work, all this research, but we never hit um, historical records for any of these games. Um, so I'll, I'll hit you with this one real quick. Kenny seven and four all time with, uh, against Mark, they split in 2022, uh, Kenny one and 20 with 21 and 2020. And then Mark with wins in 2019, 2018. And then they sort of traded off wins in the early years of the league. The biggest one here was Mark in 2016 beat, beat Kenny by 145 points, Wow, um, which is probably one of the bigger wins I've seen, uh, going back on this, um, except for made this a good segue to Pat Krause. They're uh, Patton Krause, their all time only only they only played eight times, which is actually the minimum amount of times they they, they could have played over the mm-hmm. the nine years that Pat's been in the league. Um, but in twenty Pat last won last year in twenty twenty two, but in twenty twenty Pat had a hundred ninety four point win over Krause. So maybe Andy had COVID that week. Or, I was gonna say didn't what didn't we talk about Jared uh, beating Krause by a hundred something, something points? Yeah, or like or Jared Krause. put up sixty two points one one week and like. 2014 or something yeah um and i'll just hit the other games we talked about real quick um you old oh a, a six and four lifetime record over neil uh you guys also split last year um in 2022 you played twice 
Um, you won in 2021, didn't play in 2020, and then have sort of uh, alternated wins. You actually beat them in the 2014 playoffs. Um, so Neil sort of beat you twice in 2014, and then had really only beaten you uh, once up until up until last year. Um, so you have the slight advantage there. And then in the Jared Drew matchup, uh, Andrew's got uh, a seven and five lifetime record. Uh, Jared last beat Andrew in 2020. Uh, he also beat him in 2019, but Drew sort of owned the owned the rivalry since then. Um, so some fairly you know fairly close matchups, right? Yeah. Uh, Drew seven and five, Kenny seven and four, you're six and four, um, and Pat at at four and four. Um, but I think that brings me maybe to to our game of the week, uh, our fleshlight game of the week matchup here um, between. <laughs> between between myself and Kevin um you know I going back and doing some of the research on lifetime records I sort of felt like uh yeah right it's uh you know a reference for all you Bostonians um from 2003 I felt like uh like Pedro um you know just call Kevin Kevin my daddy right yeah (laughs) (laughs) like uh like how the Yankees were Pedro's daddy Kevin is is basically mine um he's eight five and one against me all that's, time that's actually closer than i would have thought right no, i thought so I too yeah Kevin, like yeah. nine and two against everybody yeah yeah um so i last beat him in 2020 um i beat him twice in 2015 and then beat him in 2016 and 2017 i wasn't even married back then that's yeah right bad. exactly yeah 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 i don't think i was very good that year because usually the years that uh we had children were years i was not good but um, uh still my favorite guess, was when Jared, me, and Kevin went out to your place in yeah. Watertown, and Kate came with, and Jack was just born, right? Mm-hmm. I had, and um, you would go out there, and we thought like Kate and Lynette were going to be hanging out with Jack because we had the draft, yeah. and they they went out and they left you with him, and like you, I don't think made any picks during the no, draft. He screamed, yeah, he yeah, screamed the was, entire two hours. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's yeah. just yeah. So I don't feel bad now taking two hours out of my day uh, or two hours out of my week to talk with you on the podcast because, um, you know, she owes me from, from that 2015 draft. Or yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Kevin, eight, five and one lifetime. We tied in 2018. I mean, Tom, I, I never had an older brother. Um, I never I never even had an older cousin. Um but I, I imagine this is how it feels like, right? The amount of love and hate I have for this man. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's extraordinary in both directions. Um, and I, I, I just, I need to beat him this week. Right. I don't know if I've got the players to do it. Um, I, I got a you know a handful of buys. My quarterback situation still a little iffy with um, the sort of the Mizzou quarterback coming in as a late replacement. Um, I mean, I, you know, a win here, I think locks up a playoff spot for me. Uh, a, a loss for Kevin maybe kicks him out of, of the playoffs, right? It sort of makes his road back to, to a playoff spot even even trickier. Um, I really want to win. I, just, I don't know. It, it might it might be the wrong week for this matchup. Um, you know, doing the roster management, my running backs are a, a little scuffed. Not feeling great about it. I want to do it, but um, but I don't know if I've got it in me again this year. I think this is like like you said, this is it. This is where the rubber hits the road, right? Like you, you, there's a lot of chatter all season long, you know, it takes all of us, all of yep. us. It's coming down to you, Paul. Yeah. No, it is right. Like, it's like all of a sudden the planets aligned and it's, this is it. Can you do it? Can you beat Kevin? Can you, can you, can you do it? And uh, I think we're just going to have to wait and see. Um, but I think um, it, this will define your season. 
You know, if yeah. you win, then it'll get you, like you said, I don't know if it'll technically clinch a play, probably too early to clinch a playoff, but it'll have you sitting very nice. If you lose, you come back into the cesspool with the rest, not me, because I'm beneath the cesspool, but you're, uh, you're back in the mix and Kevin's just starting to float to the top of that shit pile. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I like, do you yeah, agree? I'm not. Yeah, it, it, this is it. I think it's like, this is your time to either shine or, or sink. Yeah. And it, right. It's, it's sort of, it's a big opportunity and I just don't, I don't have, I don't have the, I don't have the tools I need to succeed uh, this week. I, I brought you by hymns. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. my, I got a handful of guys on by yeah. um, there's been, there's been a decent amount of injuries. And then um, I mean, I've got three guys in my lineup right now who all have red flags that don't have injury updates since last Saturday. <laughs> so it's like, uh, and even uh, the guy that doesn't, that pit running back, we were just shitting on last week as you're yeah. like third round draft pick. And you're like, that guy even on your roster? And then I went out doing the preview. I'm like, he's not only on your roster, you're starting him in the big. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I don't know. There might be some, there might be some tinkering that needs to be done as soon as we hang up here uh, to try to maybe fill some holes. But, but yeah, Jonathan Brooks on by, RJ Harvey on by. Um, this uh, this sort of running back slash wide receiver from Georgia Tech on by who I've spot started a handful of times. Um, the the Oklahoma uh, wide receiver Farouk, who is sort of their number one now, he's on by. It's just right. It's like what yeah. the hell? This Clemson wide receiver I picked up on by. I mean, there just isn't there isn't enough there, right? I mean, my top my uh, fourth, fifth, and sixth top scorers are all are all out this week. So. Um, so yeah, not feeling not feeling great. I think this might unfortunately be be a walkover for Kevin. Um, you know, with a big old asterisk because I'm just not I'm not at full strength, right? I I I, I need that hymns prescription at this point. I'm just not yeah. not yeah. where I need to be. Yeah, blood flow not happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's that time of year though, right? Um, so you know the the greats power through it. Um, I think I I did have I do give the edge to Kevin here. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, looking at quarterbacks, I think obviously, I think his Bo Nix is the best player here that like we've talked about several times now that's a tough matchup. So we'll see, um, uh, Milrow, we've talked about every week. We don't think he's a good quarterback, but he's a fantasy quarterback that puts up numbers. But I think both those guys will put up like pretty good numbers. Nothing crazy. Uh, Brady cook, I think at Kentucky is going to have a tough day. Um, I don't know if Kentucky is very good, but I think their defense, especially at home will be all right. And but I think Cam Ward has a huge bounce back game. I know last time, whether it's last week or the week yep. before, he didn't put up numbers for you. I think that Arizona coming into Washington State for a night game, I think that's that's going to be a lot of points for both sides. I think I think that's going to be a shootout. Um, final score, three zip here from Pullman. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're running back. Exactly. You go down the list and your running backs are um, not good. Yeah, it's and but I mean I don't think Kevin's running backs are anything special, but I think from the receivers side, um, you have some nice players. Uh, definitely, I mean obviously the Washington guy is very good. Your Ohio State is a good player. I just don't think they're gonna he's gonna put up numbers this year just because they're, I think the their offense like we were talking about is nothing special. Um, who knows? Maybe Weaver puts you put us up some points for you for Colorado um, like tonight against Stanford. But yep. I think Kevin's receivers are top notch. I think Keon Coleman, obviously I'm not going out on him here is a uh, top flight receiver who puts up nice numbers. And like we were talking about favorable matchup against Syracuse. I think LSU, uh, obviously neighbors, he's a top uh, receiver. 
Um, I think that Wake game, uh, Banks guy uh, going Vatek sucks, as I've spoken about every week, even though I'm a Virginia Tech fan, technically. Um, I don't know. I think his receivers are just um, – there's too much power there, even though you actually have nice receivers now that I'm looking at it. But I think Kevin's receivers are going to be the difference here, and I think he wins it. Yeah, I – you know what to me is the big one here is I think Keon Coleman. Um, yeah. Keon Coleman scored scored 39 points in week one. Uh, Kevin got the victory. He scored 13 points in week two. Uh, Kevin lost. Um, he scored no points in or he didn't. He scored no points in week three. Kevin lost. Uh, didn't play week four. Uh, Kevin got the win over yourself. Scored 25 points uh, uh, September 23rd. Kevin won. Scored five points last week. Kevin lost, right? Um, so, I mean, what's that tell you, right? In, in the in the five games he's played, or yeah, five games he's played when he's broken 15 points or 13 points, um, Kevin's Kevin's won, right? So I think Keon yeah. Coleman may be the key to, to his whole season. He might be the key on to his season. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh God. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, Jalen Milrow, not a good quarterback. Um so, you know, I, that helps. Um, I think Cameron Ward, I think, will actually may outscore Bo, Bo Nix. I don't think the Washington defense is all that great. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I eh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I lean – I'm not going to pick it because I'm playing in it, right, uh, integrity and whatnot. But um, but I, I, I sort of tend would tend to lean Kevin here. And I, I think, unfortunately, um, you know, his, his season slowly comes off life support. And, uh, you know, he, he continues to progress his way up the standings. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm with you. It's interesting. Yeah. Both of us are, uh, I guess, I don't know, underdogs this week, or at least we're both picked against. So yep. it's more material. But, um, yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, it got great stats there on Keon Coleman. But um, I think, yeah, his, his receivers there are going to make make that uh, make his week, and I think he does get the victory of you. Sorry, Paul. Yeah, no, I get, and like right into your point, with the loss this week, I would file to five and two. Um, either um, Mark or Kenny will be five and two. Yeah. Uh, we're sort of projecting that Andy and um, Andy and Pat will both be four and three if Andy wins that game, right? And then Kevin finds himself at four and three as well. So now he's sort of in right. that that second tier, yep. um, ready to go. Yep. It's just going to be a thick. Yeah, it's going to be a thick One. bunch of crap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, all right, Tom. Well, I think that's I think that's it this week. We sort of hit on all the games. Um, to me, I think a huge, huge week, right? I I I did not feel comfortable really in any of the picks we made, right? Other no. than yeah, you know, I think I think everyone's got a, a chance. Um, I think this could be Neil's week. Um, so uh, you know, that the Andy pa- Andy matchup I think is a big one, and Kenny and Mark um, are fairly even too. So I think a lot to to be decided. I think this one may go late into the night, um, or at least have have a lot of close matchups. So it'll be fun watching the scoreboard all day tomorrow. Yeah, no, I agree. I think as I was going through everything, I was like, every game I was like, ah, I'm not really sure, but th- this person in a tight one, ah, I'm not really sure this person in a tight one. And it's either, I don't know shit about anything, which is definitely not true. Uh, <laughs> or the teams are all pretty tight. So I think it yeah. will, I think it won't be a high scoring week. I think it'll just be like one of those weeks, which maybe we've had the last couple uh, weeks now, because I'm going to try to say weeks as many times as I weekly can. Um, yes. But I feel like it's going to be a lot of games between like 190 and 225, right? Like yep. everybody's scores are going to be in there. So 
Yep, I, I agree. Yeah. And I mean, who are we to question you? You knew off the top of your head that the University of Michigan has struggled to score points in their last two games. Yeah. You're clearly, you know, between you and Lee Corso, you know, just a little bit less than him, but you're clearly a, a maven of the national landscape of college football. So, yeah. 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 Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. That's not, and now, wait, I'm starting, pre I'm starting prep for next week now. All right. So, so I'm, uh, I'm glued. Tough week, Paul. What do you want from me? Yeah, right. Exactly. All right, Tom. Well, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk on Sunday, recap some games and look forward to seeing you in the text messages. All right. Sounds good, Paul. Have a nice weekend. All right. Well, I'll talk right. to you. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll chat. Yeah, for sure. Cool, man. All right. Well, I'm going to go watch this Bryce Harper video because it actually just popped up on my screen. So I there will you go. see you a little bit. Like watching him shirtless, like shake up the champagne bottle, but it's yeah. like it's like slowly you can't see the champagne bottle you just see his hand going back and forth i was gonna say something about that exactly just down. and then with his and then with his other hand he's like fisting the air it's yeah there's there's a lot to there if if, if, if somebody's attracted to bryce harper then i suggest they watch that video yes yeah so kevin that's up